Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we'll be talking about a new NLRB memo that talks permissible versus impermissible handbook rules in light of a new decision under Boeing that came out in December of 2017. Oh, and don't forget, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and Google Play. Check us out, subscribe. You can also find us at peopleprocesses.com, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let's dive right in. In the aftermath of its December 2017, the Boeing Company decision, the NLRB, the National Labor Relations Board, has issued new guidance on handbook rules. The June 7th General Counsel Memorandum provides general guidelines for regions about the placement of various types of rules into three categories set out in Boeing, as well as the Section 7 interests, business justifications, and other considerations that regions should take into account in arguing to the board that specific Category 2 rules are unlawful. So let's talk about rule categories for a second. The memo provides instructions as to each of the three categories of the rules set forth in Boeing. Category 1 rules, rules that are generally lawful to maintain. Category 2 rules that are war- those warrant individualized scrutiny. And Category 3 rules are rules that are unlawful to maintain on their face. So let's talk about category one first. These types of rules uh, in this category are generally lawful, either because the rule, when reasonably interpreted, does not prohibit or interfere with the exercise of rights guaranteed by the National Labor Relations Act, or because the potential adverse impact on protected rights is, quote, outweighed by business justifications, unquote, associated with the rules, according to the memo. Charge allegations alleging that rules in this category are facially unlawful should be dismissed, absent a withdrawal. However, if a region believes that special circumstances render a normally lawful rule under Category 1 to be unlawful, for example, due to a unique industrial setting, the history of the rule's application, or direct evidence of employee chill, the region should submit the case to the Division of Advice uh, Anyway, notably, merely maintaining a facially lawful rule does not determine whether the rule was applied lawfully. So this is whether the rule is lawful, not whether or not the company did everything right in applying that rule. So the memo provides examples of Category 1 rules that include several general types and specific examples of what is deemed accessible. The following rules... uh, The following types of rules fall into this categories. Civility rules, no photography and no recording rules, rules against insubordination, non-cooperation or on-the-job conduct that adversely affects operations rules, disruptive behavior rules, rules protecting confidential, proprietary, and customer information or documents, rules against defamation or misrepresentation, rules against using the employee's logos or intellectual property, rules requiring authorization to speak on behalf of the company, and rules banning disloyalty, nepotism, or self-enrichment. Now, those are the easy ones set aside. Those are good or fine to go. Category 2 rules, the rules in this category are not obviously lawful or unlawful. They must be evaluated on a case-by-case basis to determine whether the rule would interfere with the rights guaranteed by the NLRA, and if so, whether any adverse impact on those rights is outweighed by legitimate justifications. 
In the absence of any board jurisprudence applying Boeing to a Category 2 rule, regents submit all Category 2 rules to advice. Example of Category 2 rules include broad conflict of interest rules that do not specifically target fraud and self-enrichment and do not restrict membership in or voting for a union, Confidentiality rules broadly encompassing, quote, employer business or, quote, employee information, as opposed to confidential rules requiring customers or proprietary information or confidentiality rules more specifically directed at employees' wages, terms of employment, or working conditions. So the ones that are very broad, employer business, employee information, those have to be evaluated on a case-by-case basis. Rules regarding disparagement or criticism of the employer as opposed to civility rules regarding disparagement of its other of its employees. Rules regulating the use of the employer's name, as opposed to rules regulating the use of the employer's logo or trademark. Rules generally restricting speaking on to the media or third parties, as opposed to rules restricting speaking to the media on the employer's behalf. So if it's just a general gag rule, eh, can't do that. But if it's about speaking on the employer's behalf, um, you're in, in the clear. And it's not that you can't, it's that they've been evaluated on a case-by-case. Rules banning off-duty conduct that might harm the employer. Again, gray area. This is opposed to rules banning insubordinate or disruptive conduct at work or rules specifically banning participation in outside organizations. Finally, rules against making false or inaccurate statements also have to be evaluated. That's against, uh, as opposed to rules making defamatory statements. Defamatory? No problem. Don't do that. But false or inaccurate? A mm, little bit further. Uh, has to be evaluated on a case-by-case basis. Category 3. Rules in this category are generally unlawful because they would prohibit or limit NLRA-protected conduct, and the adverse impact on the rights guaranteed by the NLRA outweighs any justification associated with the rule. Regents should issue complaints on these rules absent settlement. However, if the region believes that special circumstances render lawful a rule that would normally fall into Category 3, again, submit a case to the Division of Advice. The memo lists in this category two broad categories, very important. One, confidentiality rules specifically regarding wages, benefits, or working conditions. These are generally unlawful now. And rules against joining outside organizations or voting on matters concerning the employer. Don't do that either. So, there's some major changes in this, but I just want to kind of go back through that. Category 1 rules, all good to go. Category 2 rules, individual circumstances apply. Category 3, pretty much never good to go. And that applies specifically to confidentiality rules regarding wages, benefits, or working conditions. So if you have that in your handbook, it's now time to review, okay? We just give you the immediate flag and warning. So not only did the board in Boeing add a balancing test, it also significantly altered its jurisprudence on the reasonable interpretation of handbook rules. The Trump board, quote, severely criticized Lutheran heritage and its progeny for prohibiting any rule that could be interpreted as covering Section 7 activity, as opposed to only prohibiting rules that would be so interpreted. The new memo states that ambiguities ambiguities in rules are no longer interpreted against the drafter and generalized provisions that should not be interpreted as banning all activities that conceivably could be included. The new memo is, of course, linked on our website at peopleprocesses.com if you'd like to read the thing yourself. They made some broad jurisprudence changes that basically give a lot more leeway to the employer. 
but there are some things that have not changed. The memo notes that Boeing did not alter well-established standards of certain kinds of rules where the board has already struck a balance between employee rights and employer business interests. In As in, for example, the balancing test involved in assessing the legality of no distribution, no solicitation, or no access rules. Uh, the list of that I gave above is not a... Uh, comprehensive list. This is just the things that are really newly defined. Um, A lot of the old stuff didn't change. Nor did Boeing deal with the, quote, special circumstances tests of apparel rules, although it may apply to aspects of apparel rules that are alleged to be unlawfully overbroad. So there's still a good bit of things that need to be worked out, but it does give some new good clearance. Um, As specifically noted in the decision, Decision. Uh, Boeing applies only to the mere maintenance of facially neutral rules. Rules that specifically ban protective concerted, protected concerted activity or that are promulgated directly in response to organizing or other protected concerted activities, they remain unlawful, the memo notes. In Boeing, the board has also held that the application of facially neutral rules against employees engaged in protected concerted activity is still unlawful. A neutral handbook rule does not render protected activity unprotected. And that's the key to understand here. These are the rules, but how you apply them still matters. There's a few things left to be determined. Boeing's effect on rules about confidentiality of discipline or arbitration or rules that potentially limit employees' access to board processes has not really yet been determined, according to the memo. Accordingly, when presented with such rules, regions are instructed under the memo to submit the case to the Division of Advice. Thank you so much for tuning in. That was just kind of an in-depth dive today. It makes a big difference. It's very important to immediately review. There are many organizations that we know of that still have confidentiality rules in force, specifically regarding wages, benefits, and working conditions. And that is now a highly uh, tenable position. And it's recommended you review internally the removal of such uh, rules. This stuff is really complicated, no doubt. So I highly recommend seeking the advice of an employment attorney if you're looking into uh, navigating these new waters. If you have any questions for me, please check us out at peopleprocesses.com or popularfinancial.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. I'd love to have any questions or concerns you have submitted. We'd be happy to research them and uh, talk about them here on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening again today. My name is Rami Alijil. Go out there and get your work done.